Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. The ice cream cone was invented in 1896. Welcome to the fact off. Wait, that's my fact for this week. Dang it. <laughs> Is it? No. <laughs> oh, don't mess me up. I'm starting over. No, that was good. That's, I liked it. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the fact off. Oh, fact off pod. The facts, the facts are calling. From all the facts and down the podcast side. I'll be here and all the offs are going. I don't know. I was trying to do it anyway. Welcome to the Fact Off Podcast. Mom, Alex, your host, and is with me, as always, is Mike and Pat. It <laughs> was just so beautiful. I don't, I don't even know how to, if I could continue after that. It's the Fact Off theme song. It's not meant to make you cry. <laughs> Well, too bad. It's a signal to turn the show off and like to turn <laughs> something else on. I wonder if we could look up uh, the average time for people uh, <laughs> people turning off the pod. If it's 30 seconds in. And I keep saying, you guys get a uh, theme, we, I don't have to sing. Oh, no, I think that's, that's everyone's favorite part of the show. They just turn it off right after. They're like, well, they're not going to sing anymore, so click. Uh, you'll be surprised on this fact. Well, I actually sent Coldplay a request to make us a theme song, and I have yet to hear back, so. They were all facts, and that's the one that is all for you. Wow, is that the guy from Coldplay singing? <laughs> yeah. It's just about as good. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to Fact Off, a weekly podcast where we bring you a, each bring a obscure fact, and you, the listeners, can decide the winner. And who won this week, Mike? <laughs> Well, Alex, you won again. Damn right I did. Two weeks in a row. You won. In such a drought. Undefeated. I think the listeners feel guilty, and so they've been going to factallpodcast.com and voting just for you now. Yeah, because what a lot of listeners are like, well, he sounds super sexy. Well, you should vote for him. No. uh, Pat definitely uh, guilted everybody into voting for you last week and the week before, so... Yeah. Uh, I thought I won this. Wait, no. So we had two episodes this week in March, and I'm undefeated. I'm going for the perfect March streak. Oh, was this some sort of madness you're talking about? Damn right. I'm going to win every episode this this month. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I, I highly doubt this. this I'm going to give hurt. extra credit to all the kids who vote for me. Yeah. Uh, but as your winner, your undefeated in March winner, I have a victory fact. So the Romans used to put breadcrumbs in the wine to cut down on the acidity of the bitter wines that they would drink. <laughs> the old acid wine. Yeah. So when they went to talk to somebody, they had breadcrumbs in their wine, and that's where a toast comes from. And when you're making a toast. Uh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. So that's where they got like the toasting people or giving well wishes to people from the Greeks. Then they had their own own thing on it and became toasting. Nice. So that's why it's called toast. This is why Alex gets drunk and talks in front of large groups. Well, and then I I like to uh, dip my bread in my beer and eat that. So that sounds. I couldn't think of anything that sounds worse. Yeah. And- <laughs> 
<laughs> What's worse than that would be uh, Pat's facts. So you got those ready to rock? Oh, man. Oh, it's time for Pat's fun, fast, spectacular oh. family time. I don't even know if I want to do it anymore after that sick burn. All right, I'm going to start off with a very weak one. This is my 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 pick for weeks. How is that different from any other week? Ooh. All right, don't don't try, Alex. Mike can make fun of me. You're just. <laughs> I had a good burn, and yours was definitely forced. It, it felt forced on mine. You know what? Go on Twitter and vote for who had a better burn on Pat, Mike or Alex. Mike post the. I'm not your I'm not your Twitter handle. (laughs) All I want to do is tear days off this calendar and read you the dumb facts that come with it. First up, the world's largest national park is located where? Who knows? Wyoming. No, it'd be Alaska. (laughs) The answer is Greenland. Oh, I thought you meant state, like United States. So basically the entire country is a is a national park, probably. According to March 7th. Um, all right. Guess what country has the most beaches in the world? Beach land. That's right. Did you say Australia? <laughs> I did. I did say Australia. <laughs> all right. Number three. These are weak. This week Wait, terrible. why is this all about like countries and like places? M- March is country month. Uh, okay. Australia makes the only sense in the world because it's like an entire continent in and of itself, basically. And it's all surrounded by ocean. That's true. You know, when you say it like that, why don't you guess it? Uh, you just, yeah, you said Beachland. Yeah, you said Beachland <laughs> sounded like the right answer at the time. Alex is on vacation to his uh, native land, Bitchland. Oh. hi oh. All right, what's number four? All right. Did you know gorillas Three. can catch human colds? Really? So you're telling me we can stop Mighty Joe Young if he goes wild and he's <laughs> getting him sick? He just sneeze on him. Yeah. Not an, not an obscure fact, but who's the fastest man in the world? Barry Allen, the Flash. <laughs> uh, Usain Bolt. But did you know that yeah. he has scoliosis? Wait, was this really? one of the facts yeah. as well? I did not. That's one of the facts. It says the fastest man in the world, Usain Bolt. Pascoliosis. Side note, is he still the fastest man in the world? Like, he can't still be the fastest man, right? As long as he has the record. Okay. All right, I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow it. I think at a certain point, you become the fastest man ever, not the fastest man, like, currently. You know? I'll call the Olympics and let them know that Mike will allow it. <laughs> I'll, I'll let this one pass, Olympics. <laughs> All right, last one. This There's one's for more? Alex. Guess who holds the... <laughs> There's one more. There's only four. Guess who holds the most Academy Awards? Like a person or a movie? I can't tell you. Um, I, Gives it away. It's got to be Steven is Spielberg, it the Lord right? Of the Rings? of the King? It is Walt Disney. Oh. Oh. But he's dead. How can he hold anything? They buried him with no, him. No, they have him like, they have his like corpse propped up, and every time they add another... Uh, Oscar to him, so he's he holds like a whole bunch, and they kind of like uh, wow. Django. This sounds together. very uh, yeah, boo, boo, <laughs> boo. You, I don't need this. All right, gorillas, cats, colds, Usain Bolt, scoliosis, Australia beaches, Greenland, world's largest national park. What do we got? What is the worst fact of the week? I think we're Greenland. all just losers this week, honestly. Yeah. 
Oh, she's you haven't true. heard my facts. I th- uh, I feel like I'm feeling our facts are going to be great, while as Pat's facts might be not so great. Pat's fast facts. My okay. my fact fact. This changes names every week, but I vote Greenland as well. I guess because that's pretty lame. Yeah, yeah, it was dumb. Get a better national you know, park. Greenland's Greenland. actually covered in ice, and Iceland's oh, wow. actually covered in green. That's something we learned like in very early middle school. Let's go shake their hands. Yeah, it's what you learned from Mighty Ducks too. Yeah, when I don't I... think Mike's, Mike's never seen the Mighty Ducks. No, movie. I have not. No, true. And the more you ask me to watch them, the less likely I will watch them. What if I ask you nicely, Mike? Can you please watch the Mighty Ducks movies? If you guys were over here and you had like a nice, like big pizza ordered, and we were just sitting there eating slices and turning on a movie, I, I would watch it. But you know, what if... if I got you some wine and some bread to dip in it? Sounds like you're trying to take advantage of me. I'm just trying to cut down on the acidity. Oh, thank you. Um, we can all we can watch the Mighty Ducks movies all together. Or the first two are the main two you want to watch. That one's okay. fun. So, the TV show's good. Alex, TV show was you're good. the winner. Who's going to go first on this fact? Uh, so somebody seems all raw raw about his fact. We'll let Pat go. All right. So does anybody know, when is this uh, pod going to air? So it really depends. This week is so full of different uh, monumental days. When is this pod going to Well, since we actually well, decided to record on Tuesdays from here on out, hopefully, then I'm going to try to drop the podcast on Thursdays so people at home <gasps> know when to actually find us. So hopefully Thursday. Which ah. would be St. Patrick's Day. So. Hot Damn. I shouldn't have made my fact about the Ides of March. Um, so, guess what? This is kind of fun. What is the first cereal to ever have marshmallows in it? They always have to be Lucky Charms. Yep, that's right. In 1964, Lucky Charms was developed by John Hollihan. Hottity. Ah. Are, are we supposed to have some sort of reaction about this? Like, oh yeah, I know him. John Hollihan, what? That's the end no, of the fact. He's made so many famous <laughs> cereal brands and cereal models. Yeah. Yeah, so there's like marshmallows are like quintessential. Yes, he made cereal models. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quintessential cereal uh, for kids has marshmallows in it. And the very first one just happens to be Lucky Charms, which has a leprechaun, which is normally associated with Ireland, which the, the day that you're listening to this will be St. Patrick's Day. Because you're not allowed to listen to it any other day. Yeah, if you listen to it on the 18th, yeah. no. I want to give a little pushback, though. Like, who decided those are actually marshmallows? Like, if you go to the store and bought marshmallows, you opened the bag and and got a hard, crunchy substance, you'd be infuriated. That's not a marshmallow. That's something else. It has to have its own category. Not a marshmallow. It has its own name. I'm so glad you're so fired up about this because they're not actually called marshmallows. Thank they're God, Mar Bits. Oh, okay. They're marshmallow bits. I would buy a whole bag of those. Do you know how they created uh, the marshmallow in the cereal? They left the uh, marshmallow out on the windowsill far, <laughs> far too long, and it dried out. Yes, uh, Mar- uh, General Mills challenged the the production team to come up with like something that uh, is actually good using Wheaties and Cheerios, and so there's the uh, John Hollihan. <laughs> He went to the store. Do you ever see those? Like real, I've never liked these. Those like marshmallow peanuts. 
They're like, yeah, they're yeah like those are big. disgusting. Yeah, I agree the with circus you. Peanuts. Those are terrible. Circus Cir- peanuts. Circus peanuts, yeah. So he put some circus peanuts in his cereal and he said, aha, I have an idea. And that's how we got Lucky Charms. Wow. <laughs> Nothing yeah. like circus peanuts in cereal. Uh, I know. Now I want to try that. Um, in 1963, a year before it was made, the mascot of Lucky Charms is, do you know his name? Lucky. Lucky the Leprechaun, also known as Sir Charms. I wish we would call him Sir Charms, more formal. That's a, Sounds like a, a, that's a good rap, yeah, name. rap name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, um, they really, they didn't want to do an Irish or like Leprechaun thing first. They just wanted to, they, they based it off of like charm bracelets. Mm. So they had okay, the four original charms. Sense with the red balloons. And the rest of them. Okay. Well, Red Balloon wasn't Gold the first stars. one. There were four marshmallows at the beginning. Do you know what shapes they were? They were all bright colors. They realized that bright colors is what attracts young kids. Gold stars? Orange stars. I'll give you that. Orange stars. Three more. Um, one is pink. Pink triangle? <laughs> no. Pink hearts. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Weezer song, isn't yes. it? <laughs> That also stands for a lot of things. Um, <laughs> oh, so the original I mean. big four were pink hearts, yellow moons, orange stars, and green clovers. And um, okay. was actually like uh, General Mills are pretty smart. They figured that as long as they can just keep changing what marshmallows there are, people will keep buying different ones. And That's true. Wait, no do, they still, do they still change them to this day? All the time. There's like, if you go on my reputable uh, source, uh, Wikipedia... Uh, you'll see, like, they have so many different kinds of uh, marshmallows over the years. Um, the current uh, slate has been around, I think, since 2019, I think. So, real quick. Um, oh, this is fun. Did you know that Lucky the Leprechaun was kind of was replaced at one point in 1975? With who? He was replaced by Waldo the Wizard. That sucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was. Uh, it was only up in New England. Everywhere else in the United States, so had Lucky. Uh, but they for, uh, envisioned him as a forgetful wizard who was kind to children. Were people in New England <laughs> offended by the leprechaun? <laughs> yeah, uh, probably the big Irish population up there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the original flavor was just oats, and guess what they realized? Kids loved them. Kids hate oats, so guess what they did. They made them sugar-coated. That's right, everyone. <laughs> they made the ultimate uh, kid breakfast cereal, sugar-coated oats with marshmallows in it. It's not basically the answer to make anything better. <laughs> Just add sugar to it. Covered in sugar. magically delicious? Also, if you want to make this podcast better, everyone at home listening, just cu- dip your phone in some sugar. It'll sweeten up this pod. Trust me. Um, but the original recipe from it was made in 1964 was the same until 2005 when they created this new variation of Lucky Charms. Do you know what it is? I thought you were going to say when they changed the health code. <laughs> is, it the, is it the Delta variant of Lucky <laughs> Yeah, Charms? it's the Omicron <laughs> charm. Uh, no, it's the chocolate Lucky Charms. So it wasn't until 2005. They kept everything the same. Wait, and then finally... They had chocolate Lucky Charms? They still do. It's delicious. I have never seen that on the shelves. Lucky Charms, back when I could eat Lucky Charms, it's probably my favorite cereal. Wait. Really? Can you not eat Lucky Charms anymore? Or? They're made with a gelatin. Too? Yeah, the gelatin and marshmallows. That's sad. Yeah, the, 
the marshmallow uh, things is actually uh, copyrighted <laughs> by them. They call them Marbits. And then finally, you have the theme song. Do you guys remember the the jingle from when you were a kid? They're magically delicious. Well, yes, you have the they're magically delicious, but they had hearts, stars, and horseshoes, clovers and balloons, pots of gold and rainbows, and the red balloon. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah. I, I, I have yeah. no affinity for this cereal. I, I never really cared for it when I was a kid. Really? Which I was a Captain Crunchman. I always was a plain old Captain Crunchman. Didn't like the berries, just plain old Captain Crunch. How do you not like I want all berries. Oops, all berries. No. Oops. I never was a fan of fake berry flavor stuff, so um always just a Captain Crunch man. You just like hate the roof of your mouth, huh? Uh, Our yeah. dad, his favorite cereal is Captain Crunch. So, I guess it's something about being named Mike. Yeah. This holiday season, all I wanted was the Captain Crunch holiday box. And every time we tried to order it, they were out. Really? Yep. Is that why you uh, didn't give your kids That's any why I didn't uh, Christmas, Christmas gifts this year? This year. <laughs> yep. This. What on earth was in the Captain Crunch holiday box that was any different? A toy. It's just magical. Has the Christmas spirit in it. I'd love to be in your shoes and get excited about cereal boxes. <laughs> Did I tell you guys this the other day? I sent Alex a video of this. I don't know if I told Mike this. I eat Raisin Bran every morning. That's my adult jam. I, I um, love Raisin Bran, by the way. I, I didn't like it when I was a kid. But there's so many different versions of Raisin Bran. Like, have you figured out which one to get? Because I always buy one. And I'm like, <laughs> this doesn't taste... I, I can't remember which one I like because there's so many different versions. I like the one. What's it called? It's on sale. I think is the brand that I like the <laughs> most. <laughs> um, but the other day, I sent Alex a video of this. I poured a bowl of raisin bran, and there were no raisins in it. But there's usually two scoops in the sun. The sun's lying to you. That's exactly what I said. That's the branded one. <laughs> I have Wegman's brand. Oh. But then I saw, I was like, maybe there's no raisins in this. So then I dumped the whole entire thing into a giant bowl. And there were a ton of raisins. I just unluckily poured a bowl of cereal with no raisins you in probably it. Ha- it probably shifted in, in uh, transport. So you probably had to shake the box up to get the raisins back up to the top. I've shake, never thought of that. Shake, but now shake I got to shake up my <laughs> shake my cereal before I go. Anyway, that is my fact. The uh, original marshmallow treats for breakfast for little kids, uh, leading to generations of kids being out of shape, is Lucky Charms in honor of St. Patrick's Day. And do you know what the current uh, lineup is for marshmallows? I'll finish with the current lineup. I thought you just bed balloons. Told us the current lineup. Thing. Well, no, that's the old one from when we were kids. They've actually they added and have gotten rid of an hourglass. I'm guessing One. a Pokeball, um, a, a unicorn, a isn't Batman it? figurine, um, and yep. Spider-Man, and a, a beer bottle. That's right, a beer bottle. <laughs> uh, no, it's a, a unicorn. Okay, you have heart, star, horseshoe, clover, blue moon, rainbow, red balloon, and unicorn. Sorry, Mike. None of your answers were correct. So they just traded out one of them for a unicorn, or they just added the unicorn. No, they they got rid of the uh, pot of gold. Yeah, because that's just uh, offensive. Nobody's going to ever get a pot of gold. So that's offensive to hear the gold misers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To leprechauns. Oh, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. 
So, All right, anyway. Yeah, who's up next, Alex? You are the winner. Well, what's the name of your fact? Feeling lucky? Is that I-E-O-Y? Uh, it's P-H-E-E-E-L-I-N-G. Is that what you meant? Okay. Lucky as an L U C K I E. What spelling is that? That's I'll it. go next. That's the piggyback off Pat's. Oh, he has a zero. Hey, get off my too. back. <laughs> so, Captain Crunch. Sucks. Now, um, as mentioned earlier on the podcast, that this is the week of St. Patrick's Day. And what's the one thing St. Patrick's Day is known for? Uh, drinking. That's true. <laughs> so, and what type of uh, thing do people drink? Whiskey. Beer? That's true, too. Green beer! So when did this green beer trend start, you ask? Hold on, give me a second to look it up. <laughs> Google's our friend here. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the 66. What, 66? Was when uh, green beer happened. I don't know. 1966 or 66 AD? Which everyone's closer to being right. Uh, 66. Both of them wrong. So, green beer used to be like a thing that brewers would tell people or say. It was used to describe beer that would like wasn't fully fermented, and if you drank it, you got sick. Yeah. So, like, back when... Beer process, like the process of making beer, wasn't as good as it is now. There was like a higher chance that you would get sick. Like some companies advertise that, like, oh, our beer is not green, uh, green. It's old beer, meaning it was fermented for the right amount of time. But that's what like they used to refer to as green beer. Well, Alex, actually, uh, I'm not going to butt in too much here, but you, green beer is a part of my fact, but it's not for the reasons you're saying, but. Uh, just a teaser. Ooh. Mike's fact is that he got really sick and threw a ball over himself drinking green beer. <laughs> so you, so we smash cut to 1914 in New York City in the Bronx at a social club. Dr. Thomas Hayes Curtin. His name was last name was Curtin. <laughs> it's Curlin, uh, maybe. That can't be my handwriting. <laughs> I can't read. Um, <laughs> I messed up. Um, he was the Toastmaster of the thing, and they're having a big St. Patrick's Day party. Like, woo, St. Patrick's Day! Everything <laughs> was green, people were singing songs and all, and he had green beer. So this is the first documented, supposedly, he's the inventor of green beer. But And what did he use to make his beer green? Some, some sort of food dye, right? <laughs> That's what we do now. Okay. <laughs> he used, uh... Wash Blue, which is an iron powder solution embedded with dye to use to make your clothes a little bit whiter. Ew. That's, that sounds like... <laughs> the ori- was this the original Tide Pod challenge? <laughs> yeah, so it was technically poisoned, but it was like a low amount that it wouldn't make you sick. Oh, that's fun. That's <laughs> fantastic. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like he would tell, he told the reporter this that wrote the article in 1914. Well, he was drunk when he was <laughs> telling him. <laughs> yeah, but that's like the written record of what everybody agrees the first green beer is. Wait, did I agree to this? But <laughs> yeah, 
What? He said everybody yeah. agreed. Yeah. I didn't get a letter <laughs> in the mail with like a that. check yes or no box. No, they voted. They voted back in like 1986, I think. I was even, right I was before. just getting born. <laughs> yeah, it was like his mom was in labor. <laughs> no, but there's another article from 1910 in uh, in Spokane, Washington, that mentioned at least one bar having green beer. And that the article referred to it as "green beer be jabbers," which I guess was slang for the time. Oh Man, yeah, that's the words I use every day. Um, I'm thinking that bars started using this as an opportunity to get rid of their spoiled beer, possibly. Yeah, you're gonna drink so much, you're gonna get sick anyway. You might as well drink this green beer. Yeah, and then they said by 1950s, green beer was a staple of this celebration. Everybody was doing it. I always thought like green beer was like a newer thing. You, but what what beer do they typically like dye green? If you, I've never actually been out on Saint uh, Patrick's Day. It's more of your more like a lager, maybe like a light beer. It's gonna be like Miller Lite or some crap. Yeah, Miller Lite, something okay. like that. Well, you're drinking a lot of it. You're not gonna do it to like a Guinness or. That's stuff. what I was gonna say. That's too dark to dye green. Yeah. So it's more of like your light or But a lot of people do drink do. Guinness on St. Patrick's Day. I do. I drink Guinness on St. Patrick's Day. I like Guinness. No, don't put your thumb down at me. I did. I was trying to. I didn't want everyone at home to know that I don't like Guinness. Is Guinness the one that's uh, carbonated with like uh, CO2 instead? Oh, something like that. It tastes Maybe. Funky. It's like, yeah, you have to pour it a special way. And no, nitrogen. It's, it's like carbonated a... with nitrogen. Sorry, not CO2. Yeah. I think I like, you uh, have to like it. Has the bottles have like a ball? Yeah, in it to help I'm not. It. A, it makes it smoother, but it doesn't. You lose that like uh, sizzling, like the cat, like the. It doesn't have the as much sensation. fizz to it, which I like the fizz. Yeah. I like an Irish car bomb. I don't know what you're allowed to call them anymore, but a little shot like in too. there. They're so good. Yeah, Guinness with some Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But they said by the 1980s, we the, uh, sent it over to Ireland. They started doing it. That's making this rounds. Uh, side note, um, I just found this fact. There's probably more to the story, but can you guess the first city in America to dye the river green? I would want to say Chicago, but it's going to be like some small town or something. Mm, not too uh, small. Boston? It's a bigger city. St. Louis. Now, when you think... Irish heritage, you think Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> yep. yep, that's where all yep, the immigrants exactly. ended up. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, 1961, they were the first to do it. And then supposedly, like, the person, guys in Chicago, ex, the person who did it in Savannah. <laughs> Wasn't that, like, a Chicago. French territory? Yeah, who did this? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the French, yeah, yeah, the French, they're they're ahead of the times. They love green. No, if you stuff. draw a line straight across the Atlantic from Ireland to the United States, it goes right into Atlanta. That's true. But he said Savannah. Oh, oh, Savannah? Yeah. Not even close. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> off by a more than a mile. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my fact. I just thought I'll talk about green beer for a little bit. Yeah, my fact is called green beer be jabbers. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to like send me that in a message. Like, uh, I don't think that's a real word. It's the word B B E and then jabbers. J A B B E R S. Did they explain what the slang meant? No, it's just like excited swear. It said 
I tried looking it up. I could not find it. Is it like that giant shark in those old cartoons, Jabberjaw? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> old Jabberjaw. But that's my fact. That's it for our, our you show may this proceed, week, Mike. <laughs> All right. Do you guys um, typically? What do you think the best way to keep your hands uh, clean? Well, not just during a pandemic, just any time, really. Um, I try to use like the cat technique. I lick my hands a lot. I keep my hands in my pants. Yeah. In the front or the back. <laughs> I, I just don't think like anybody really wash their hands to the level that we should. Like before the pandemic, I don't think that people I were sing, spending the time. I sing sure. three happy birthdays. I think you're supposed to. I think that's what they say. Is you're supposed to, to sing two happy birthday songs and look like a psychopath while washing your hands. Yeah, because you can't do it without smiling. As long as the person next to you in the bathroom <laughs> is harmonizing with you, you're good. Yeah, that's why I always wait for the person to start at the same time. I was like, well, we might as well just do this together, and yeah. we wash our hands together. Yeah, you just have that have that 20 seconds, and I always thought, like, why why they should just, like, on the soap pump, I, I don't know why I was thinking this, but, like, there should be a little timer, so, like, when you, the automatic soap pump, when you, when it spits out the soap, it should have, like, a 20-second countdown timer of like how long it's a million dollar idea yeah somebody needs to invent this like yeah maybe we should just as a as a podcast just invest in uh soap timers mail a letter to yourself with this idea in it so we can patent it all right letters in the mail actually right now patent pending pending, guys (laughs) look for your timer soap dispensers but yeah i was looking it up and the most effective way to wash your hands and keep them clean is just basic soap that's been around for forever 20 seconds lather up they said you have to actually use like firm like lather motion because if you just do it like gently it doesn't really lift up the dirt or anything like that so i when i wash my hands i go that's it you just have to get in there like really like roughing up yourself like you gotta gotta get good (laughs) but i I was curious like uh if you go to the store like you go to the grocery store like the soap section like you see like regular soap and then you see like a bunch of different antibacterial soap. And I'm like, wh- why in the hell is antibacterial soap even exist if regular soap will suffice like 99.9% of the time? Money, my dear boy. <laughs> but yeah, but like uh do, I guess during the um pandemic I I saw a huge rise in everybody buying this anti uh, bacterial soap and i'm like this this can't be good like there's no way that this is like beneficial at all to anybody um especially bacteria basically um right before the pandemic even hit um there's questions arising about this additive ingredient to antibacterial soap called triclosan have you guys ever ever heard of this i don't believe in chemicals no you haven't? Okay. Um, so triclosan was the additive to antibacterial soap that, like, kills the bacteria on your hands. And okay. there was, like, a lot of questions that arose over, like, how effective it is and, like, the actual negative effects it could have. And um, yeah. basically what they found out after, like, lots of studies is that it actually causes what's called antibiotic resistance. So it kills bacteria, but it leaves some behind, 
and those bacteria become stronger and become resistant to the um, the cleaner. I thought we had a strict no bacteria left behind policy. <laughs> we do, we do, but uh, it doesn't come into effect for this product in general. Um, basically, the FDA basically said this to companies that make this these products. They said, "Hey, if you can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt with studies that antibacterial soap." is better or just as good as regular soap, then we will let you keep making soap with this ingredient. And they gave them like four or five years to come up with like proof that um, this soap was like better. And they, they, oh, can I yeah, yeah, please do. They shut those punk asses up. They're like, it does work. No, you're fully, you're absolutely wrong. Um, <laughs> So yeah, they found out that trickle sand does not actually benefit uh, soap or cleanliness in like no measurable effect. So they banned it because of this whole idea of uh, antibiotic resistance. And anti- antibiotic resistance has been like a huge like issue that's in the back of all like, medical professionals' minds, but it's just like not in the public eye that much. Like people don't really think about it like they should, I think. I think they do. Well, I think it's more about medicine when people think about it. They say, like, sure. you, you don't want to always be on, like, an antibiotic. And, like, that's why if you have, like, ear infections, they kind of try to rotate you through different medicines. Yeah. So the, uh, the bacteria doesn't become immune to it. Or resistant to but it. I, I still think a lot of doctors are like a, a kind of pushovers. Like I, I've heard people just saying, "Hey, I, I need an antibacterial." Like they, they just think that like a antibacterial drug will fix whatever that's ailing them. So like they'll pressure doctors into like giving it to them, even if the doctor knows it's not going to benefit them at all. Yeah, and especially during the pandemic, like people, it's not going to benefit the if you have like COVID, it's not going to benefit you in the least bit, but doctors were prescribing it because patients are like desperate and they're like, okay, fine. If you think this will help you, we'll give it to you. Um, but I brought this in because triclosan and antibacterial soap is just like a part of the chain of, uh, making bacteria build up resistance. Um, and penicillin, um, how long has penicillin been around? I think since like the 1920s, it was like I want to say so. I'm I'm pretty sure it was 1926 if I remember right. Um, but penicillin, like when it first came out, it was very like useful against staph infections and that sort of thing. And I think now you can't give penicillin to someone with staph infections because staph has built up a resistance against penicillin. So yeah, it's just like this whole thing uh, chain of like all these products eventually build up and make what's called super bugs or whatever that can't be killed by, um, you know, antibacterials or like antibiotics. And I was like thinking like, well, how long have we been doing? How long as a people have we been taking antibiotics? So like how long have, do, do you guys know like how long this stuff's been around? I looked up penicillin has been around since 1928. I thought so as well. And then I was digging into it further. And um, people who like dig up bones for a living. uh, 
archaeologists. Bone collector? Yeah, bone collectors. No, not bone collectors. I think they have a fun name like anthropologists or something like that. But they found mummies in <laughs> in Egypt. I mean, where else we're gonna find mummies? Is there mummies anywhere else outside of Egypt? All over the place. All over. I can't walk five feet without stepping over a mummy. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> in your basement? No, I live in this pyramid. <laughs> but they 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 found that mummies from the e- Egyptian area, uh, Nubia. It, I guess. Um, what do you know? I don't. I don't know much about the Nubian like um, people group, so I don't. I don't know what they were like. But basically, when when they looked at the bones of these mummies, they found that the bones contained a antibacterial bacterial substance. So I guess these people were taking antibacterials back then, two thousand years ago. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah, it was called. Does that, uh, make sense? Is that why they died? <laughs> it was called tetracycline. Uh, ah, okay. I was going to that was my second guess. <laughs> that was your second guess. And I was thinking, like, how would these people, like, get these antibiotics? Scientists. Trial and, Trial and error. error. No. Aliens. I, and this is where the green beer comes up, Alex. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. So I knew you knew it would come back to this. So back then, people, like, uh, when they stored wheat, they store had to st- store wheat underground, and wheat stored yeah. underground collects moisture, and that moisture creates mold, and so that and mold that mold creates creates a substance called uh, the beer. No, well, I mean yes. That <laughs> No, yes, is the beer. Oh, here we go. Sorry, I, I did write it down. So that that mold <laughs> created it, it was a mold called Streptomyces. To bail you out, what? <laughs> the way you like did it, it made it seem like you were hoping we bailed you out on the answer, <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, I did write it down." So what was the word? <laughs> what was it, Mike? So- so the gra- the grain on the grain it grew a mold called Streptomyces or Strep for short. Strep throat. That's what I was thinking. I wonder if it's the same one. I didn't I didn't read that far into it. As far as that goes, probably like some like genealogy that they chase back to that is like a subsect yeah, of that. Bacteria. Yeah, possibly. And so when you bake bread with this or something like that, it doesn't really create this antibiotic it kills it off um but when you brew beer or make fermented gruel it creates high levels of this tetracycline nice and so these nubian people were ingesting like pretty much all the beer intake they did they were ingesting more than we would ever prescribe to a patient nowadays so they're ingesting a whole ton of antibiotics oh so it was like accidental nice. well that's that's the thing they weren't sure if it was like accidental or if they knew what they were doing and i guess you could come to the conclusion that they might have known because they did studies on other civilizations around the nubians and they found that those civilizations also had the same 
thing. So possibly they knew. Um, and and this tetracycline is really good against um, if you have acne. Pitchitis. It's really good against oh, acne. Okay. So these people must have had like the cleanest faces imaginable, like the softest skin. Looks like that. Yeah. We should see their uh, skincare treatment. They wrap their whole bodies up. Yeah, they wrap their whole bodies up, chug tetracycline, mm. and uh, they were completely fine. So yeah, basically humans have been ingesting antibiotics for thousands and thousands of years, and we've always probably dealt with this issue of antibiotic resistance. Nice. So we shouldn't worry yeah. about it. No, that's, I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. I'm saying we should. You heard it here, folks. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, exact, uh, exact opposite. I'm saying that Mike said it will always work out. With the, the rise end. of these products like uh, antibacterial soap and the amount of people taking antibiotics, it's like a, a rising issue that we have to deal with. So basically, wash your hands with regular soap and try to limit your intake of any sort of uh, antibacteria drug. Um, what about a hand sanitizer? What's your- uh, that's what I was going to say. Sidebar, hand sanitizer with alcohol is completely fine. Because it's... What about non-alcoholic? Well, that wouldn't be hand sanitizer then. <laughs> but yeah, buy hand sanitizer with alcohol in it. That's completely fine. That's not going to contribute to the, uh, the antibacterial resistance problem. But it can cause severely dry hands and other issues. So, you know... They, if you don't have time to spend twenty seconds, or you don't not near a sink, use that. But if you can, find a sink and find our timer yeah. soap dispenser. We gotta yeah. make it. Make a fact off someone. If you're one of our listeners, I'm sure you guys are all geniuses. Um, make this for us. Give us all the proceeds. I'm Is that too much to ask. I'm sure we could three D print something or like I I don't want it to play a song because I think people would go mildly insane if it played like the birthday song twice we should what give an it's option a custom fact off song a custom fact off song watch it alex you yeah. want to record a bunch of 20 second songs yeah it would rotate through can we hear one of them i don't think yet we have 20 seconds fact available off podcast <laughs> watching your hands everybody's gonna wash your hands with the fact off podcast hand washing time is almost over get that last scrub in and rinse fact off. so my fact is called antibiotic resistance <laughs> hopefully you guys got what i was putting down what's the name of your fact <laughs> he just said it <laughs> i'm sorry I completely i'm sorry i was singing this song and i sort of blacked out for a minute for the people at home that were <laughs> no, too sorry. enamored with alex's song by fact, it's called Antibiotic Resistance. That's a good band name. <laughs> okay, so like always, head over to factoffpodcast.com. You can click the link in the episode bio and go vote for who you think had the best fact. You had Feeling Lucky, Pat Tail about a beloved cereal. Green Beer will be jamming. Jabbers, <laughs> sorry. Green Beer will be jabbers. Mess up your own thing. Um a wonderful fact by from Alex about green beer, and antibiotic resistance. A fact in about washing our hands and bacteria from Mike. And mine had green beer in it as well, so maybe you should vote for me 
Um, I think Alex's fact is just yeah. just shooting people over my direction, you know. I don't know. I think you guys are going to split that. We Every week we have a large contingent of green beer voters, and I think you guys are just going to split the vote on that, and I'm going to win. By the way, I didn't say why it was green. Basically, that uh, strep thing caused it to be green, and the reason why green our beer nowadays is not green is because we don't pasture, we pasteurize it. Oh, nice. So you can still brew beer at home, unpasteurize, and get green beer. Hold on, hold on. None of this information counts for Mike's fact. So if this is tilting you towards Mike's fact, his fact has closed. None of this information can be used in your judgment. Oh. Okay. As always, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, however you listen. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, Pod. Don't really do too much on those. We should. Well, Pat's been posting on Twitter... Uh, clips from the show yeah so yeah check follow us on the socials um and have a great day have a great one happy saint patrick's day everyone may the rose rise the the road ri- may rise <laughs> <laughs> to whatever the irish blessing is i don't know i was gonna get I'm leaving it that in. the road rise the to be- meet you and the wind be always at your 100 leaving that in and you forever have a fact in your heart <laughs>